0: future hall of famers podcast i am your host christian duran the future hall of famer himself um i'm not sure what i'm a hall of famer in or a future hall of famer in i think if you just call yourself anything you'll just get that title like um like michael jackson just started calling himself the king of pop and people just called him the king of pop Howard Stern called himself the king of all media as a goof on the fact that if you just call yourself something, they'll just label you that. And he's now the king of all media. It's not even disputed. So I just call myself a future Hall of Famer and eventually somebody's going to put me in a Hall of Fame of some sort. It's not that long. Just watch. Future Hall of Famer Christian Duran here. Um, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did. It was fun. Uh, here's solo today. Again, it's sad. Not that sad. It's fine. I don't mind. My fiance is out of town. I'm going to be sitting around here trying to think of funny stuff to say and then say it on stage for a while. Uh, my Thanksgiving was good. I uh, We spent it at a uh, loyal listener of the podcast, Emma's House. Hey, Emma, if you're listening to this. Hello. Thanksgiving was wonderful. We had a great time uh <laughs> oh speaking of loyal listeners i gotta thank uh todd todd thank you so much he sent me uh after my stan lee um tribute i guess i todd sent me a nice book of marvel art uh so thank you so much for that it was a lovely book uh, i was looking through it it's awesome it's all alex ross paintings which is amazing um so yeah, if you're also a listener to podcast, please send me stuff. I'm happy to have anything. I like getting sent stuff. I like, I like getting sent stuff. Like I really want to just start ordering stuff from Amazon for like $2, like a dollar or something, just so I have something coming in. It's always nice when you like that feeling of like, Ooh, I'm expecting something and it's coming in and I'm tracking it. I like that feeling. It's like, Makes like every day feel like Christmas, but if every day is Christmas, then Christmas isn't that special, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. That's the third time I've said that. Yeah, we got it. They know. I enjoy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you didn't, uh, stay up for any black Friday. Does anybody camp out still for black Friday shit? I think that's the worst. I mean, it's not the worst. That's such a dumb opinion to have. Like, I'm really sick of the it's a hacky opinion at this point. Black Friday is a fucking... What's the opposite opinion? Black Friday is good for America? I guess it's good for the economy. It's like that one time a year. Like, people really rely on it. Real tail- retailers rely on Black Friday like once a year to fucking... But just how about maybe you make your business better all year round? Or just... I don't know. I don't know how that works. But it's uh, it's... There's something desperate about it. I saw this... I think it was a video or a picture of this person who bought like they went to buy like 12 or 15 like playstation 4s and it's clearly they're gonna sell them like they lined up all night to get like to buy 12 playstation 4s to sell them online for more and it's like on some level you go like you're a douche and this is not what it's for but also like this that's america dude that's That's exactly capitalism. Like that's what every that's the whole system. So it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of what it is. You can't be that mad at it, but at the same time, I get why you're a douche. Um. So I hope you got a nice TV if you're getting one. What do you? What do they still like? The thing is, like everybody has Black Friday things now, so it's like even like seamless and shit. It's like. This is for retail. This is so I can save 50 bucks on a TV. This isn't so I can save two bucks on a sandwich and delivery. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this all became. It used to be a nice holiday where we all sit around and get together with our family and eat dinner and stuffing and all that shit. And now it's like, we got to buy shit too. We got to buy TVs. It's always TV. TV is like the big one. Everybody always wants to get a nice TV. A bigger TV. I don't know. It's fucking what a racket. Is this is Black Friday thing. I remember I went, I got like a gift card or something and I, uh, I got a gift card to I think Macy's or something. And I just went to get a pillow. I just wanted like a nice, like one of those tempur pillows. Cause I like nice stuff. I don't like stop judging. So I got it. Or so I went, and I forgot it was Black Friday. It just happened to be. I just happened to have some time, so I was like, "Oh, let me go get this today." And then I went to the store in on 34th Street, which is the dumbest thing you could do. Go to 34th Street, and I go, "Holy shit!" That pillow experience, which should have taken five minutes, took about an hour or two, just because everybody's ravenous. Like the, it looks like Mad Max in there. Like everything's just strewn on the ground, and like these people are animals. Like it's just. I'm telling you the way people act on black Friday is just like times that by 50 when we start running out of water and climate change starts like destroying everything when resources are scarce dude it's gonna be bad it's gonna be real bad not enough people know how to do their own shit meaning um (sighs) there's so much stuff that we, like, I don't know how electricity works in in the sense of, like, I don't know how electricity gets to my building. All I know is I turn the light switch on and it works. I pay for the electric bill and my electricity works. But if you have to DIY run a generator and do a turbine, like, all the people who are off the grid, those people are smart, dude. I'm telling you. They're the only ones that are going to make it out of this shit. And then, unless you don't have... I don't know, like a, unless they don't have guns or something. Because then people are just going to come up and, you know, steal their shit. Steal their generator. Like a horde of people will steal... I've seen too many movies about this subject. There's some great ones. I actually like those movies. Like, really? Not overly depressing but just like really scary those are great horror movies to me like any slasher movie i'm like i don't care ghost movies i'm like all right fine but like any movie there's like a movie called contagion an outbreak which is like about a virus like like a pandemic like a real pandemic but they treat it like it's a like it how it would really be it's so good it's so bleak i like bleak movies like that where it's like man that'd be fucked up Because it kind of makes you feel like you should do something or at least gets the motor in your head running of like, we should prepare for this shit. What's the other one? Um, Man, I'm trying to think of... Blindness was one. Somebody said they didn't like that movie, but it's like... Blindness to me was like, Jesus. Like, everybody goes blind in the movie. And then they start rounding people up and trying to control people. And they put them all in this prison. And then it just becomes like the de-evolution of society, like exactly what happens, like certain people take power and they start trading like, give us, you know, this much bread for three women. And it's just, it's fucked up. It's nuts, man. I've been watching a lot of like, I've been watching Handmaid's Tale and it is so good, but Jesus Christ is it bleak? Like everything I see on the news now, I'm like, fuck man, we're going to Handmaid's Tale fucking era. This is bad, dude. It's just super uh, dystopian society movie, and this is really depressing. I don't know why I'm gotten on this subject. It's t- too too dark, too dark. Um, fuck. I just bummed myself out. I bummed every listener out, all two of you. I apologize. Try to keep this uh, positive and. But those are some good movies you should watch. If you're like an adult who likes challenging stuff, watch *Handmaid's Tale*, watch *Blindness*, and what was the other one? *Contagion*. Watch those three movies. You'll be completely depressed. Oh, *Handmaid's Tale* is gonna take a long time to watch because it's two seasons. But just watch *Contagion* and *Blindness* for for now. And then when you have some time, fuck, I should have recommended this last week. You could watch this like all Thanksgiving weekend but watch those movies be bummed out and then go through life feeling better that you aren't in that situation maybe that's why i like those movies because it makes me feel makes me appreciative of what i have um sorry that's a bummer oh other news uh i just released a little snippet of um episode three future hall of famers episode three which i should have talked about up front because the fucking name of the podcast is future hall of famers goddamn show this podcast is based off of um it's uh yeah it's available i didn't put it on youtube i i'm not i haven't decided if i will but uh check it out on the instagram future hall of famers instagram Amers F-H-O-F-A-M-E-R-S, future hall of famers acronym abbreviated just check it out just do the math yourself that's not math that's vocabulary do the acronym yourself figure it out future hall of famers just search for it uh look up me cdark64 on uh instagram at Duran on twitter future uh f-h-o-f Amers. <laughs> oh, fuck this is gonna be terrible on uh twitter look it up and you can see a real a real quick clip of um of uh, episode three which is going to be called andre 3000 it's uh to very dealing with uh very westworld themies i don't know why i said themies i meant to say it's like westworld themey, but i don't know anyway westworld's kind of idea if you like that show there's gonna be a lot of uh jokes and stuff in there for you about that um i'm still working on it so i can't even tell you when it's coming out but for right now whet your appetite with a wh whet your appetite with that and, uh, it's going to be good. I'm really excited about this one. Um, Dr. Wright comes back voiced by the, uh, smooth voiced Kyle Lewis. He's great on there. Um, and Nick Whitmer always does great, which, uh, you can see in that clip. So, uh, check that out. Cause I just put that up and I was kind of happy how it came out. Um, I don't know. Cyber Monday, anybody doing anything for Cyber Monday? This is the same topic. Why am I going backwards? Talk about something new. I was thinking about talking about Thanksgiving food but turkey is overrated. It's just not like it's fine. Like a good chicken is better than a nice turkey. A great turkey I would use it because every turkey is like dry. I don't know if I've ever had moist turkey. Maybe I just haven't had good turkey. That's probably the thing. I feel like I want to make a turkey now just to prove and I, I had a great turkey on this Thanksgiving, no disrespect, but every turkey is not as good as a good chicken. Wow, this really got off the rails. Um, I apologize. I'm just sitting here talking about turkey, but look, I got to be honest, I don't have a lot right now. I could lie to you and say that I want to see a Broadway show, but I had a wonderful Thanksgiving doing nothing. And that's, it's really great if you have the luxury of doing nothing, God bless you. I mean, cause I, I can sometimes, but sitting around and that's, what's so good about Thanksgiving. You just have so much time to do nothing. It's really fun. Um, fuck. Sorry guys. This is just going to be an apology podcast of just me apologizing to you for, you know, not having much and I don't, I gotta be honest it's been it's been one week since you're looking at me what happened to those guys i mean isn't that song like 20 years old now bare naked ladies fuck i was just thinking about lord like where'd lord go it's it's crazy when like in the 90s i used to you know you'd hear about 80s one hit wonders and like you would listen to them as a kid and be like the eighties one hit wonder show or whatever they would do. And then you would listen to them and you're like, yeah, of course this is a one hit wonder. Listen to this fucking song. You're not going to create a career out of this shit. And then like your era comes on and you hear all these songs. And then 10 years later, you're like, where the fuck soldier boy go. Remember when soldier boy was like the guy who was going to destroy hip hop. And then nobody saw mumble rap coming, I guess. And now soldier boy is like a fucking poet. Takashi Sickeneyes in jail. I don't know what I think about. It. I don't know anything about him other than he has rainbow hair and <clears throat> tattoos on his face. Which is he white? I think he's like Puerto Rican or something because he uses the N word, but like nobody minds. Like he just says it in front of people and then nobody like punches him. So I think he's so like you just go, oh, he must be black or something. <laughs> That's really the thing, like. If you're around a white guy and he says the N-word in front of black people and nobody hits him, then you're like, oh, I guess he's like part black or some Mexican or Puerto Rican or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, he went to jail, but I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. For racketeering, what an old ass crime <laughs> to go to jail for. Where see? I'm Tekashi 69, see? where? see? Like that's the old, that's how old that crime is. He should be going. Meh, see? What's that song with Kanye? Ah, fuck. Sorry guys, this is an easily googleable thing, but I don't want to stop the train going. Um. Oh yeah, I went to a a, a screening of uh, Nick Callis' new movie. Future Hall of Famer Nick Callis' new movie. Uh, it's called Nick Callis' is Dead. Um, I was actually in it. It's a mockumentary about Nick Callis faking his own death. And, uh, it was great. It was fun. It was really good. It was cool screening. Got to see Callis who lives in LA and I got to chat for a little bit. It was good to see him. Always good to see him. And, uh, he made a great movie. So if you can see it, I don't know where it's available, but if you can see it somewhere, please do, uh, just check him out at Mr. Nick Callis and all that good shit. Got to see some comedians that I haven't seen in a little bit. Seth Zakula. Uh Nico White um, Harry Turjanian, who's involved in wrestling and stuff, which I just heard him on another podcast talking about wrestling. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's so funny um but yeah, it's always good to see comics, man Mike lemmy, man, that guy's everywhere. It's always good to see comics like just no matter especially where from where you like started like you you know you just have acquaintances in comedy, and then after a while as the years go on you like it's just nicer and nicer to see people like people start falling off from doing comedy and you see certain people like oh my god hey how are you it's good to see you and you talk about what they're doing on instagram that's really how we relate to each other you just see what everybody's doing on facebook and then when you see them in person you talk about that hopefully what they did is actual like an actual thing they did it's not just like a facebook flex or a Instagram flex or Snapchat. Is anybody on Snapchat? I say that because I'm not on it. So I act like nobody else is. But meanwhile, I'm like 10 years behind. There's probably some shit right now. Like I haven't caught up with Twitch, which is like probably old shit by now. But I know there's like a huge community on there and like just crazy channels on Twitch, people doing stuff. And I'm so like, yeah, I don't even fucking care, man. I don't even know it. trying not to get old but it's you don't have to be old but you just got to keep young in mind does that make sense like you got to keep sharp and like interested in what's like what's new and sort of on top of like what's what's coming out and stuff like i don't know that's why i started future hall of famers because everybody was doing podcasts and then i was like how do i do something different and then I just did future Hall of Famers. And now I'm doing a goddamn podcast, which I should have just started in the first place. But it's okay. Hopefully you're still listening. If you're still listening at this point, it's just because you like me as a person. This is the, There's no entertaining content in this as of right now. Like, if you're listening to this right now, you're like, I just want to... I'm this guy's friend, so I'm going to keep going. Because he's keeping going, so I'm going to help him keep this little thing that he's got going alive sorry i gotta get a guest on i think maybe that'll help not really i think this is good practice to just talk and ramble and shit but is it good content i don't know but i at least you gotta give me credit for being honest fucker i'm getting hostile again i get hostile real quick i get annoyed i don't have a lot of patience i found i feel like i have I don't know. I feel like I have some, but like when it comes to shit like that, I, I don't like I can deal with like somebody got my order wrong the other day and I talked about this last week. Somebody got my order wrong this week and I was just like, ah, fuck it. It's okay. I was like annoyed, but I didn't have enough. I didn't, I had enough patience to go, yeah, I'll live with this. This is not the worst thing that's ever happened. But like. What do I get like really upset about the thing that like makes me switch real fast? Um, I don't know. Maybe like being asked a question three times or something that probably annoys me. Something like that. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't know what else to talk about. I could talk about wrestling. I'll talk about survivor series. If you aren't into Wrestling right now, just like skip maybe five or ten minutes or something, um, into this, or just learn something for a change. It might be interesting to you to learn some shit about something you don't know about. How about that? See, that's like a thing where I lose patience. That that immediate thing, but am I losing patience at myself? I feel like that was like more yelling at myself than it was yelling at anybody else. I mean, you know. I get annoyed. Sorry. You see? Patience. Lost again. Um, the big thing that happened this week was Survivor Series, which I'm gonna talk about. Um I well it actually was like last week. Um it was great. I thought the uh the whole weekend was really good. NXT is always amazing. Uh the War Games pay-per-view was awesome uh Johnny Gargano, I didn't know if he was going to be able to do heel, but he's done it pretty well. Him and Aleister Black, I kind of don't. I like Aleister Black, but I don't like. I don't love him like everybody else loves him. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it yet. I'm not saying he doesn't have it. I'm not saying it's just not. It's just, you know, it's just not me yet. Johnny Gargano's great. Tommaso Ciampa is great. Velveteen Dream is... I said this the other day. Velveteen Dream is like if you... A kid from the 80s who loved, loves pro wrestling... Like, made a wish and then woke up as a professional wrestler in 2018. That's what he's like. He's got the Hollywood Hogan outfit. He's doing a big man. He's like... He really is like living the dream. He's like a... Yeah, he's like a wrestling fan turned wrestler. And, I mean, I guess that's a lot of them now. But, anyway... But War Games was amazing. I thought that was really good. Um, they haven't had a bad pay per view like ever. Uh, even their worst one was like still good at least. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was great. They always put on a great show. Uh, Survivor Series was interesting. Was good. I know they had the prelim match with the tag teams. Um, look, looking through this, man, I wish. <sighs> I'm seeing Luke Gallows and Carl's, Carl Anderson's name here. I wish they would let them be like the new APA, like the new, like they set them up backstage and they're involved in people's skits, even if they're not involved in stories. Like those guys are just funny as fuck. If you ever heard them on a podcast or interview, like they just have great chemistry. I mean, with everybody and they're just back there and like they, they just know how to be funny and like be entertaining on their own aside from that old day sketch, which was like, I think, I, I don't even know if I saw the whole thing, but it's like that thing torpedoed them in a way that like was unfair. Cause they're way funnier than that. Um, but yeah, they won that first match, which didn't count for some reason, which, you know, whatever you can get into if it matters or not, but you know, it's, it's one guy's company, man. It's <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Um, but that was, you know, that was fun. And the first Raw match, the Survivor Series Raw match. I think I like Survivor Series now that it's Raw versus SmackDown because it's given it those five-on-five five matches. Just don't like when they were about nothing and they were for nothing. I mean, none of the none of the matches are for anything on this other than the Cruiserweight Championship match, but. When you have all these matches with no stakes, it's like, eh, like nobody really cares. And like, you almost go like, well, what was the point of this pay-per-view, right? But making a champion versus champion, it gives it like its own character. And for a long time, Survivor Series didn't have a character, um, you know, of the big four or five now with Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you know, those two shows have their own like thing, uh, money in the bank has its own like cool energy SummerSlam is like the second you know it has its own vibe it's like wrestlemania 2 wrestlemania adjacent adjacent if you will and uh survivor series was just kind of like oh yeah that's the match where they have five on five matches for nothing and now doing champion versus champion and you know raw versus smackdown it's like the one time you get to see you know seth rollins versus shinsuke nakamura or whatever And you might not see that depending on who goes where and who stays where. um, You might not get to see that match. So I think that's really cool. But the first match, the Raw tag team match was, you know, the women's match was good. Um, God damn, Nia Jax got booed. And by the way, some people were like, she won the match. And then some people were like, oh, she's getting rewarded. I'm like, No. Motherfucker, they're just giving her taking advantage of the fact that she punched out the most popular person in the goddamn company for real and she broke her nose, and that's the reason that you're not getting the match. Yeah, she's getting booed like a motherfucker, so why not take advantage of that heat, man? It's old, it's fucking just attitude era shit. I feel like the women's division is like going through their own attitude era in a weird way. Like Becky Lynch and Charlotte, like they're getting cheered for being heels basically for being kind of dastardly shit and I, and taking advantage of the Nia jacks. he it's almost like when they're taking when they took advantage of Owen Hart you know pile driving Stone Cold Steve Austin with the Owen oh, 316 says I just broke your neck like but it's only in the women's division which is interesting it seems like it's only happening in there but um but yeah that was a that was a good match it was very fun um I just I wish they would I was watching battleground 2016 and if you go back and watch Bailey come out to the pop is humongous and I just wish they could get her back to that because she's, she really deserves to be like, The John Cena of the women's division, man. Smiles and baby faces and fucking cupcakes and goddamn say your prayers and eat your vitamins. That kind of shit is what Bailey should be doing. And Sasha Banks should be, you know, Sasha Banks should be, if not one, then two to Becky Lynch right now. She should be the hottest heel. I don't know. I just don't think Bailey and Sasha have been used well at all this year. And, and what happened to their match? Like, we all thought it was going to happen at Evolution, at SummerSlam. And it's just constantly putting the brakes on this thing. And I'm like, I don't know. Are you saving for WrestleMania? Because if you're saving for WrestleMania, they're not going to get enough time to do what they need to do to make it good. And there's too much going on. And you're already, there's so much interest in what's going on with um, with Ronda and Bailey I'm sorry Rhonda and Becky and Charlotte and Nia Jax it's like those four are gonna take up all the time so what are you gonna do with Bailey and Sasha like you're just making them into nothing and I hate it anyway it's enough bitching about that Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura it was a good match it was actually kind of boring in the beginning I don't know man I like I like Shinsuke Nakamura I think what he's missing is I don't like when they let him talk. His English is really bad. It's kind of intelligible, and not. I'm not. I'm really not knocking the guy because it's not his first language at all. If I had to speak Japanese, I wouldn't be able to do it, especially on a microphone in front of thousands of pe- or hundreds of thousands of people. But um, I just the promise that he showed in that the, his very first match hasn't really. Um, showing up again i mean this match was good uh it ended up being good um they started off real slow and i think people were getting i I think people were kind of losing this thing with nakamura of like what made him so cool and interesting in the beginning um i think he needs a manager somebody who can talk for him someone Someone who speaks Japanese and someone who uh is serious, like a Japanese Paul Ellering or something, who's very serious and can talk for Nakamura because Nakamura doesn't need to talk. Like he he talked so much in his movements and stuff. That match where he it was like a five second match with Jeff Hardy where he kicked him in the nuts and then walked away. It was so it was so interesting like if you watch that back he moves like a crane and he just has this Cheshire cat grin he says so much with his face and his mannerisms and his movement that he doesn't need to talk and I don't know this thing of like constantly trying to make him talk and the the thing where he said no speak English was brilliant they should that that should have been his character for a while and I don't know I love that guy but they need to figure out another gear for him or something because he should be the champion. He should be on the, at the top top, but it's just not. It's just not there um, at the moment. But Seth Rollins, of course, like he's he's incredible. Probably the if not the best, then second best to AJ uh, AJ Styles. I don't like. I don't know who's better. Um, just good match all around seth rollins basically is kind of wrestling himself at some points this three dives it's like this motherfucker's got wind he's got wind like three miles of running he can do damn, man what am i talking about i'm really fucking losing my mind um aop versus the bar jesus christ uh, the only thing you need to know about this is Drake Maverick pissed himself. And the only thing I want to know, was that shoot piss or was that working piss? As Conrad Thompson would say. Um, it's sh- whatever. Uh, you know why that was in there. There's one guy in the back. Ha <laughs> ha. God damn. I love it. Love when someone pisses on himself. Hey, by the way, uh, Agent Reaver in episode two, that's Vince McMahon. It's me doing a Vince McMahon voice as best as I could. God damn it. look at him piss Uh, yes it's bad whatever i don't care fuck you buddy murphy mustafa ali um good match i just wish the cruiserweights were um people cared more and unfortunately they don't really they don't watch the show nobody watches 205 live like i'm sorry they should because what they do is awesome but it's just The only way to grab people's attention is to literally throw your body in the air and like fall down and almost kill yourself. And that's the unfortunate thing about these cruiserweight matches. They don't get, they just don't get the shine that everything on Raw or SmackDown gets. And people, people don't want to watch anymore. Like the people who watch NXT are the hardcore fans that are watching that, you know, want more content. But the average person is just watching Raw and SmackDown if they watch both. They're not going to put in another hour for Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. I'm sorry. They're both great, but it's just, they're just not going to watch that show. So something needs to happen with the cruiserways. They need to stop. I don't know. They need to get them out of the cruiserweight ghetto or whatever they're doing. Cause it's just not distancing themselves from everybody else. Just, it doesn't, I don't know. It hasn't worked and I wish they would get more shine cause they're all really great. I just don't think they just never should have made it so they don't compete with anybody else but themselves the cruiserweights that is It's, just, it's these guys are tremendous and they you know they deserve to be with everybody else anyway next match team Roberts team Smackdown um it was fun I don't really care about most people in this match except Samoa Joe I like Braun Drew McIntyre is great I like Finn Balor I do like Finn Balor um, you know the Miss Mysterio, but it's just like Mysterio and Jeff Hardy are there to, you know, just to have fun, make a check, and you know, be be a part of the be a part of the b- the business right now. Be the legends, guys that are in matches, and uh you know, people like seeing. I like seeing them, but it's like okay, Samoa Joe's the guy you really want to see, and then he gets knocked out within like a minute to drew McIntyre drew McIntyre is fine I don't you know everybody's on board with this dude I'm like okay you know he's a nice guy whatever oh Dolph Ziggler's on that team I almost forgot I don't know what's gonna happen with Dolph Ziggler this motherfucker Drew McIntyre is moving into the main event with Braun Strowman and everybody and Dolph Ziggler if he doesn't fall like he's gonna get left behind again like they always do with this guy it's kind of a shame um, I, hopefully they can get something going with him like hopefully he can like I don't know win money in the bank and steal the title from McIntyre if he gets it or something that would be great um, but something needs to happen with Dolph Ziggler the Miz is always great um, the Miz is I don't know if they're turning Miz babyface now that Daniel Bryan's a heel I'm interested to see where this goes but I kind of wanted to see Miz versus Chris Jericho this year at WrestleMania like Miz is Intercontinental Champion versus Chris Jericho's his IWGP International Intercontinental Championship. That would be dope. Ronda Rousey defeated Charlotte Flair. Uh, crazy good match. Ronda Rousey is fucking really good. She's really good. For somebody who's just just started, like for real, real she's phenomenal. And Charlotte's always great. She's obviously the person you're going to put her in this match with just because who else can have a great match with ronda rousey at this point with like three days notice everybody wanted to see becky lynch in this match hopefully 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 it'll be ronda rousey versus becky lynch i really hope we see that because i want becky lynch here's where we go with this becky lynch loses the title then she enters the royal rumble wins it and last year oscar got to decide who she wanted to choose to face at WrestleMania with Raw or the SmackDown. So I think Becky should choose Rousey. Why not? I think that's the way to go with it and make that match happen because they've been talking shit to each other and it's been very believable and really interesting and fun. And I think Becky and Rhonda deserve that match and hopefully it'll be the main event because it deserves to be. It's it's an organic main event. Um I mean God bless Roman Reigns, but it hasn't been organic with him for the past couple main events that he's done. You just go, oh, whatever. This is a main event that people are like, okay, let's see this. And by the way, uh, the first women main eventing WrestleMania, and it doesn't, and if you put it, as Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, it really wouldn't feel like, oh, they're just, you know, they're just doing the women's main event because they're trying to, you know, get press. and It would feel like, no, they fucking deserve the main event of WrestleMania. I think it should be Becky Lynch. I am not certain it will be. After, after Charlotte um, beat the shit out of Ron, Ron, Ronda. Why couldn't I say that? ronda rousey after that it's is debatable um it really is it's i don't know it seems like again there's one guy there one guy in the back who makes all the decisions and just based on the way that you know roman reigns got pushed i think he's gonna be stubborn he's gonna go i want charlotte it's charlotte charlotte and rousey that's what it is that's what it always has been and it's going to be that for Wrestlemania if you don't like it fucking deal with it and if that's the main event and Becky Lynch isn't where she needs to be I think you're going to see some Daniel Bryan type type outrage going on like we did in 2014 so that's my take on that speaking of Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan champion versus champion I thought this was tremendous um I'm watching the match, and it appears to be every Brock Lesnar match. It's hard to watch because you know Daniel Bryan's injuries and neck injuries and stuff. And he's getting slammed, and you're like... Let me say this. Wrestling is fake. It is predetermined and scripted. But when you know a motherfucker has neck problems, and you see him get slammed on the back of his neck... That ain't fake, man. I don't... if you fell on the ground and hit your neck, this shit's going to hurt and it's going to cause problems. And if you already have neck injuries, you don't want to see somebody become paralyzed, especially not one of the most beloved people in the company, even if he is a heel right now. So it was hard to watch for a little while. Brock Lesnar is doing his heel thing. Brock Lesnar is doing his Brock Lesnar match to the point where people are shouting, same old shit, same old shit. And this match is, you're just going, oh, this is, this is a squash match. It's bad. It's, you know, it's horrible. And then Daniel Bryan starts coming out of nowhere. He kicks Brock Lesnar in the balls after a referee gets knocked out. And the knee, the running knee, and he goes for the pin. You're like, one, two, holy shit, it's going to happen. And it didn't happen, but it's like, it. this motherfucker made it so believable that he could win this and to the point when he starts, he gets him in the yes lock, and he's a you're like Brock just tap out I was on my couch going Brock do the right thing just tap out tap out do the right thing um and then Brock got out Daniel Bryan hit him a bunch in the head looked like pretty stiff shots got him back in the yes lock Brock you know gets out of it does the f5 and they go home and it's over but um I just thought that was a great match it's like it's like the AJ match where somebody actually looked believable against Brock Lesnar and I think I and people were writing like oh Brock Lesnar can have a good match if he gives a shit but I think this motherfucker yeah I I think that's true but at the same time it's like he doesn't have to give a shit dude I think Vince goes "Uh, Brock I need you to wrestle uh, you know I need you to wrestle Dean Ambrose sorry Dean alright hey man whatever his fucking high ass voice all right, I'll wrestle Brock. Whatever, I don't care. How much you paying? How much you need Brock? Just give me like a hundred thousand, fifty million. That's fine. Goddamn, great deal. Then the night of the match, he's like, Brock Lesnar is like, Paul, Paul, Paul. You got me a, you got me a well-done steak. Who the fuck eats a steak like well-done? He eats a well-done steak or a medium well. Something gross. Paul, who am I wrestling? you're wrestling Dean Ambrose, Paul, do I have to care, and that's it, and then that's how he decides if he's going to sell for somebody or whatever, but it was a great match, Survivor Series was a lot of fun, I uh, enjoyed watching it, I actually just watched Starcade last night, because I'm recording this on Monday, Um, not totally necessary, I think they did an hour of that show, which was whatever, I don't know, Man, I've been talking for 40 minutes. That's how bad... I could talk about wrestling for way too long. And this is not good. Because this is not really a wrestling podcast. Maybe I should start one. But... um, Anyway, Starcade was good. It was okay. It was like three matches of a house show. It didn't need to be any better than that. It was... You know, it's fine. Um... Anyway, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I'm sorry I got so in the weeds with wrestling. I basically just did a recap of Survivor Series, and I apologize to you if you don't like wrestling and you stuck through this. I actually thank you if you don't like wrestling and you stuck around this far. Um, Check me out on Instagram, ChristianDurantComedy.com. I'm so bad at doing the plugs. I'm sorry, guys. ChristianDurantComedy.com uh, Instagram at cdark 64 at C Duran Duran future hall of famers on Instagram, F H O F A M E R S on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out guys. Uh, YouTube future hall of famers, check it all out. Make sure you watch all that stuff. Send a nice comment, like share, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff, especially on this podcast. Thank you so much guys. I appreciate you listening. See you next time.